0: Hey friends, welcome to The Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. I'm your host, Andrea Fortenberry. This is a podcast about finding freedom from perfectionism to show up for the life God has for you. Mom life is messy, unpredictable, and just plain hard sometimes, but it's also amazing. I believe God uses it all to grow us into the women He wants us to be. We can't do motherhood on our own. We need God's help. We need wisdom from other moms. We need the encouragement of community. I hope you'll find all of that and more as you listen in. Welcome to episode 27 of The Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. Today I'm talking with the hilarious Jason Earls. If you tuned in to my Restore Soul Care for Moms conference last year, you've already had the pleasure of meeting him. But if not, here's a little bit about Jason. This comedian from Virginia's Eastern Seaboard doesn't live to make you laugh, he makes you laugh to help you live. As a husband and father of six children, Jason's got a thing or two to say about how to navigate life. He has been featured on Focus on the Family's Date Night Challenge, Trinity Broadcast Network, and the Date Night Comedy Tour. Jason has performed throughout the country and abroad, and when he's not on stage, he's most likely with his wife, Terry, at one of their amazing kids' ridiculous sporting events in his home city of Dallas, Texas. Welcome to the podcast, Jason. I'm so excited to have you on.
1: Hey, hey always good to be able to hang out with you, my sister.
0: Whoop, whoop so fun. You were the first dad I had on my Restore conference, and you were the first dad that I'm having here on the podcast, so super fun.
1: Wow, let me just say I'm, I'm honored, you know, and you know, I I love being able to uh, affirm my sisters, you know, and all that God's doing with you all, so uh, hey, you know, I feel at home. I was, <laughs> that sounds weird, but You know, I grew up with a dad and a mom in the house, and my dad would be at work, and my mom had a close relationship with my grandmother, and they would make me go shopping with them. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So I've always learned to appreciate, you know, all that God's doing with women, so I'm glad to be here.
0: Awesome. Well, and you know firsthand, because you have an amazing wife, and you guys have six kids, so you- That's what
1: I was about to say, and God allowed me. I love amazing women so much, I married one. And, uh, <laughs> and God, God has blessed me and my wife, uh, with six amazing kids. And, you know, I tell people she gave, she gave natural birth to to five of the six, you know, no pesticides, no, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, man, I, I watched Terry and uh, I, I'm just always amazed. I learned a lot about life by watching my wife. And the way that she navigates, you know, life with children and a comedian as a husband,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. So kudos to Terry. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, it's been a little while since we have chatted. Tell me about what life is like for you right now with all your kiddos. What? Yeah. What's what's going on? This is
1: crazy. Um, I can't believe that I could, I'm saying this, but I'm about to have two high school graduates. We graduate two of our children in another week.
0: Wow.
1: So I've always known, my dad told me when we first had our, our firstborn, he said, son, time goes by fly. I mean, time goes by fly. Time flies by, mm-hmm. goes by really fast. Make sure you enjoy every moment. And Andrea, I, I've done that. I've I've made sure that I've tried to enjoy every waking moment. And I got to tell you, it still has gone by super super fast, and uh, so in the process of that, it's like when you when you when your kids about to leave the nest. Now we've prepared our children; we've raised them with the idea that they're going to leave one day. So it's, mm-hmm. it's we're excited that they're about to leave, but at the same time you panic. You're panicking like, oh god, oh god, did I tell them everything? Did I prepare? Him? Oh, you know what? This summer we're gonna read these five books. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right just making sure that you've prepared them for for life and all the things
1: yes like do do you think about that do you think about what do you find yourself thinking about more your kids leaving or you just equipping your kids in the moment
0: you know lately i've been thinking about the leaving part so our oldest she will be in eighth grade next you know she's finishing seventh grade she'll be in eighth grade and i was thinking wow we only have five years left with her what what else do I need to do because that time's gonna fly? And then also just as a parent sometimes because you're so busy in the day in day out, we forget about the the intentional important things. So I've been thinking a lot about that. Like what else do I need to teach her and make sure that I don't let the time slip by?
1: You know what? So this this happened to me Friday, Saturday, Friday, Friday. So I went out of town Actually happened Thursday. I went out of town Wednesday this past week with my son, with my youngest son. So six kids, one thing that Terry and I have always tried to do is make sure that we spend individual time with each kid. And uh, it's always special moments. So when I went on this trip to Oklahoma, I took my 11 year old son.
0: Okay.
1: And I was making making a video when we were pulling into our neighborhood And I asked him, I said, did you enjoy the trip? He said, yeah. Uh, And then I asked him, I said, what did you enjoy about the trip most? He said, being with you. Hmm. And then I asked, I said, which do you enjoy more? When the entire family goes on a trip or just when you and I take a trip? He said, when you and I take a trip. And then I asked him why. And he said, just to be with you. And he started crying. Oh, <laughs> My goodness. So I, I showed that to my wife. I said, you gotta see this. And it was a really good moment. And of course, Terry said, man, that boy misses spending time with you individually. Now here's what, here's what I didn't realize. I've been making sure that we spend time as a family together mm-hmm. during the pandemic but I've neglected spending individual time with them mm-hmm. over the past year. And I was like, oh, snap, he, he enjoys. And I asked him, I said, should parents do this with all of their children? Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, they should. Because children enjoy spending time by themselves with their parents. Wow. And I've been so busy trying to make sure that the families you know taken care of during the pandemic and making sure everybody's safe i've neglected that idea this past year mm. yeah so
0: good such a good reminder our kids do that right like they they, <laughs> they teach us lots of things like oh we forgot about this we yeah should... I,
1: yeah they do that on every scale. they'll say hey you had to spend time or hey your breath stinks <laughs> <laughs>
0: They are very honest right absolutely <laughs> <laughs> it's so good we I, I forget where I learned like one of our pastors probably told us years ago to like ask your kids for feedback every now and again yes. that's what you just did like you know just digging a little deeper instead of leaving it that surface level question and asking well why that, that's so insightful yeah
1: I, I love I, I have a one of my, my former pastors just resigned Okay. as a senior pastor and as he began to talk to me praise god it was nothing you know like the classic immoral failures nothing there mm-hmm. but he just realized that over the years there have been some things that he had and being so gun ho about leading there have been some things that he had neglected mm-hmm. and his son as a teenager spoken to that one of those things and so when he when when it when he realized that he had neglected some of these things, and he told his son, who's now a young adult, his son said, "I've been told you that if you mm. would have listened, you would have spared me, my mom, and others this pain."
0: Wow.
1: And so so I I, I immediately I was like, "Oh my goodness, let me <laughs> how am I leaving my kids out and ignoring?" I immediately went to my oldest. Well, I told all my kids this because they're letting them know that their former pastor is no longer pastor. Mm-hmm. And as I spent individual time with all of them, I just asked them, hey, do I listen to you? And my oldest said, uh, he said most of the time, which is which is great, like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to you all the time. <laughs> right,
0: <laughs> right. When, sometimes when my son is telling me on and on about Pokemon or whatever, like I, I can listen to <laughs> an extent and then I kind of stop, right? That kind right. of thing.
1: <laughs> but but what my son said is you actually ask for our opinions on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. especially when it comes to ministry
0: that's good and
1: for me and I've always asked him "I'm like hey how am I doing as a dad what can I do to be a better dad yeah. and uh if you could change one thing about me as a dad what would it be and I yeah those are just healthy things that I feel like you know helps me
0: yeah do you find I know that for listeners and that I struggle with sometimes is if, if they respond with something that tells you, you know what, I'm not doing the right thing or I'm lacking in this area as a parent, how can we not beat ourselves up about that but just move forward in a healthy way or move forward and say, I can't change what I have already done but I want to change the future. Do you have any tips on that? Yeah,
1: I, I think the thing that Terry and I do is just realize that we're imperfect. Mm-hmm and here's the beautiful thing when you recognize and can admit that you're imperfect in the deep psyche of your mind it allows your mind to worship God some because mm, because you recognize like you can't you're not perfect so so sometimes I'm like that's great thank God that there's only one perfect person yeah and one thing i Terry and I have always taught our children is that, and we do this every night, especially when they were younger, when they were going to bed, there's, the kids have named this the God list, the God list. And so there's certain questions that we ask. hey, is the Lord your God? Yes, the Lord is your God, the Lord is, they say one. And you should love the Lord with all their hearts, all your soul and all your strength. So it's this call and response thing. Oh, I
0: like that. And
1: then we ask them, we say, do you make mistakes? And they say, yes. Do your siblings make mistakes? Yes. Do your parents make mistakes? We say, yes. Does Jesus make mistakes? They say, no. And I say, why not? Because he's perfect. So every day we've, we've just grown, we've groomed them with this understanding that there's only one perfect one. Every night and every time we ask this, they they ask so every day of their life, they, they come face to face with the fact that their parents aren't perfect. We ask questions so you can know that we're not perfect. So so when those moments come up, we're like, yeah, you know, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> right,
0: right. Oh, I love that. Just making it a regular part of your family culture. I think that's so right. good. Yeah, they just know. because, And I think that I've struggled with in the past, and, and I don't as much anymore, but of wanting to appear like, I'm the mom, so I know what I'm doing, but more right. often than not, I don't. So,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Just
0: letting and, our kids know that is powerful. Right.
1: And it also teaches them humility
0: mm.
1: that in, in, in a godly sense of not a false humility, but sometimes God places people in authority who you might, in this specific instance, might be in a better position of knowledge than them but you still have to submit to their authority.
0: Right.
1: So, so sit down and shut up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just do it because I said so. Right,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and that's a whole, especially if you have a, a child who's gifted with intellectual prowess <laughs> or have a strong personality, I have about two of them.
0: Yeah, I have that too.
1: <laughs> and I, I, I've had to tell them, like, hey, you know what? I recognize that God has gifted you and to be able to have some insight, However, since God has made me your dad, sometimes I'm gonna make a certain call that you may think different. You haven't made difference of a pain. And I give you permission sometimes to like think through it, but sometimes when I say, just do it, you need to just go ahead and do it. right? And not even like my dad would say, say it like this. I'm the dad, when I tell you to do it, you just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that creates some animosity in a sense, especially if you know you have a different way of looking at it. Sometimes like, hey, just right. do it different.
0: And right. You right. Yeah. That's good. So good. Tell us what are you working on these days that oh. you want you want to share with us?
1: Yeah. So so part of part of growing deeper as a human being, you know, I've recognized there there's some things that I just want to do. Let me tell you like this. I recognize, especially during COVID, I realized that people are dying, like people you didn't expect to die. Mm. And I asked myself, what if I die? Have I accomplished everything that I wanted to do?
0: Mm.
1: And Andrea, I realized that there's certain things that I've, certain ideas, certain jokes that I've written down that I've wanted to tell and I've never told them before. And some of the reason why I haven't told these things because I, deep down, I wanted people's approval. I wanted, if if I had this opinion that my dad as a pastor didn't think I should tell or this this super ultra uptight, you know, uh, church group, we call them Pharisees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't think I should tell that like, I've really been living life based off of Pharisees and not Jesus, not the God who created this universe. So what I decided to, I decided I'm going to tell all these jokes. And I did a show and I have this comedy show called, a comedy project called Seven Jokes I Couldn't Tell at Church. And the whole idea, does that scare you when you like, what do you think about when I say that?
0: No, I'm intrigued. I'm like, hmm, I wanna know, (laughs) I wanna hear those jokes. What (laughs) what is it that you're gonna share?
1: Right, so so the idea is like, there's certain things in the Bible that's not family friendly.
0: Mm,
1: That's true. And so like, I don't, you know, some of those verses, I don't want to read to my kids. I kind of read over them really fast, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, hoping that they don't ask questions. So the idea, now I've done Focus on the Family, uh, a few events with Focus on the Family. Um, I even did their, their donor retreat. So like, so I have the family friendly integrity and mindset with my comedy, but I just wanna be able to tell these real authentic jokes to me that that aren't family-friendly. So this is kind of a, a comedy show where your kids don't need to listen to. It's kind okay, of like-
0: Okay, good to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, so if, if, you know, there's certain things that, certain jokes that you and your husband or, or you and your adult friends tell that you're not gonna say around kids and that's what this comedy comedy project is so it's 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 a comedy event seven joe's intelligent church and i'm premiering it on june the 12th june the
0: 12th awesome well i love everything i've i haven't heard this yet but i'm i'm excited to hear and we were talking a little bit before we started recording just about your heart behind it and i think that Like you were saying sometimes in church we so much desire approval and so that means we withhold parts of our life what we've done what we've been through and that's not always a good thing i think i think it it makes us unrelatable in some ways Uh, so so when you were telling me about it i thought you know what i think you're gonna reach some people that you wouldn't have been able to reach before
1: yeah, the idea is, uh, you know, I tell my authentic story about, you know, like me um, smoking weed when I was in college, and it's typically something that people are like, oh, in some churches, like, man, how dare you talk about the fact that you used to smoke weed? Like, that's why I smoked it, because nobody ever talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... So when some ideas came about, hey man, this is this is not wrong. It's okay for you to do. I'm like, okay, you know, or you know, or the fact you know, one of the, I talk about this, which is one of my favorite jokes on on the comedy special, is uh, and this is a female po- podcast, so I kind of so just so I talk about STDs on the podcast, like how. Like, how can we? You never hear people giving prayer requests about people who have STDs. <laughs> and, uh, I have never. Yeah, you're right. You know.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And uh, so, what? What's funny is, well, not what's funny. Like I've told some people that I I mention STDs on my on my show, and people get offended. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, wait, well, why are you getting offended? And I, I kind of talk about this through a joke, but. This, this really happened. I talked about it on stage and one person came to me and said, hey, um, my spouse committed adultery mm-hmm. and brought a sexually transmitted disease into our marriage. They then left me and when they left now, they left me with this disease and I've always felt alone because mm-hmm. nobody in the church ever said anything mm-hmm. about it. And you, through a joke, mentioned it and mention the fact that we don't ever pray for those people and i'm one of them and i just want wow. to say thanks you lifted a burden today wow yes yeah, what do you yeah so it's kind of like if, if 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 the bible says that through the gospel jesus came to set the captives free how are people who are captive to some of their emotional strongholds or, or past? How are we setting them free by not talking about it? So true. And, yeah, and the thing that so I've created focus groups because like I did, I want to make sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to run it by some people first, <laughs>
1: right? And um, there have been a lot of a lot of leaders who've said, "Man, Jason," they they said, "This is what the commonality uh, of the feedback." One, Jason, we've seen you do comedy some for ten years, some for twenty. They said this is the best we've ever seen you. Mm, wow. Two, they say this is the most authentic and the realest that we've seen out of any stand-up comedy. Some people even said this is the best comedy um, special that they've e- ever seen, Christian or secular. And then all of these leaders were said, "We believe God's going to use this to set some people free."
0: Wow, I'm super excited to to watch it, and I just want to encourage listeners to check it out we'll link it in the show notes and just remember what Jason's heart behind it that it's to help set people free from things that we don't talk about so I'm excited I'm excited awesome how do you come up with your ideas for your comedy I know at least because I speak and have this podcast that my family provides a lot of (laughs) material for me I, I bet that might be the case for you yeah,
1: some some of it some yeah a lot of let's see um out of the seven jokes a lot of them not the std one uh <laughs> but a lot a lot of them did come from conversations with my you know with my children conversation with my you know with my wife or instances um within the family and then sometimes really i just uh i'll just just sitting around the house or doing something and a joke would pop up in my mind. Uh, like one day I woke up with, with a joke, literally woke up, wasn't even thinking about it in my sleep. I woke out of my sleep and said, uh, and wrote this joke about what color was Jesus and how people ask all these questions or people always trying to figure out what was Jesus. And, uh, you know, and I say some of my, my wife and I really do have a lot of, you know, diverse friends. hmm and uh and one of my white friends is like Jesus was white. And I'm like, dude, in the New Testament Jesus preached for more than 5 hours. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm just saying, you know,
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, so so things like that just it pops up or shows up yeah. through an instance with my yeah. family.
0: Yeah. I think for me as a writer too, like I I I have to capture things that my kids say or write down because we forget sometimes, but I do that and it's fun to look back and and see the funny thing, remember the funny thing or the lesson that they taught me in that moment.
1: Absolutely, it's so good.
0: Since you are a comedian and God has gifted you with this gift of making people laugh, why is it important that we laugh, especially for the moms listening to this show, like your wife who are handling lots of kids and responsibilities and homework and all of those things. So why is it important that we take time in our lives to, to lighten up and to laugh?
1: That's a, that's an awesome, awesome, awesome question. Here's the reality. So here's what we know Proverbs says that a merry heart doeth good like medicine. And there's scientific proof that that verse is indeed true. The, the endorphins that are released in, in, in the brain, in the body, actually combat depression. So the chemicals that are released when, when you hurt uh, or, or when you're feeling down, uh, there are different things that you can do to decrease that, that chemical level. One is drinking water. <laughs> An- another one is laughing or having the enjoyment, having a, a merry heart. So here's what I say to moms. One, no one, no other creature on the face of this earth experiences pain like a mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: you look at, at every every waking moment, a mom's heart is, if a kid falls down, mom heart. mom's heart aches mm-hmm. if a kid does something that's very disappointing a mom heart aches uh a mom heart a mom's heart aches and so i mean every day uh if if a husband like jason earls <laughs> leaves his socks on the side of the bed when when a terry earls enjoys <laughs> a clean house that increases the negative chemical release. (laughs) (laughs) If Jason is late coming home for dinner, or if Jason does something like a mom and a wife has these consistent releases, and men as well, but, but women have these moms have these consistent release of the chemical that, that, that comes from pain or heartbreak hmm. or depression. So I, God's, I think it's important for for men and women and moms to experience the depletion of the negative chemical release. Uh, so, and sometimes that, that, that release isn't always negative. You know, it's the flight of fright, you know, it's right. you know, great ideas happen, but just the positive release of the serotonin from laughing I think is very important. That's just on a technical uh, piece. And just the Bible says, or not the Bible, excuse mm-hmm. me. Sorry, Lord. There's this quote that says, the closest distance between two people is a laugh. Oh, uh, and so when you laugh, it actually helps. Uh, and, and, and the reality of of difficulty and challenges in marriage, when a husband and wife laughs together, or when a mom and a child laughs together, it just helps and brings that family closer
0: together. It does. I can think of times, especially when you just get like the giggles and you can't stop laughing. Like that right. is just the best feeling. And you're right. I can think of specific examples with my husband or with my kids where it does bond you together. And then even years later, you're like, remember when that thing happened and we laughed so hard? We were, crying? you know, it just, yeah, it creates that, that bonding. Do you have any tips for like how... I, I don't know, it sounds kind of funny, like schedule time for laughing, but <laughs> how can we just, I think, lighten up and, and look for those humorous moments. Yeah, you
1: know what? I, I really believe that it should be scheduled. It's like, just like you might schedule some other day, like schedule some fun things to do. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily time when you, you know you're gonna get a giggle, but finding what, what a husband loves like like we know that you are gonna give in your giftedness, um, and and all the demands that that needs to happen, you are gonna present, you're gonna present your husband with stuff that needs to happen, and he knows that that's a given. He even knows when they come and he like here she comes, and that but that stuff is necessary, right? But I would encourage sometimes, man, try scheduling something that your spouse. Uh, in particular, ladies, majority of ladies, listen. Schedule something that's specifically fun for your husband. Ah, oh, that would be so appreciated. So schedule sometimes fun, or even share a funny clip. I love doing that. If I'm watching, see a funny video, I'm right. gonna share my wife. Like, yo, check this out. This is hilarious. Right. And, uh, and we'll laugh together.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. that. My my husband will do that with the kids. Like he'll show sure. them funny. You know, Facebook or TikTok videos, and every night, like they ask for it. It's like the highlight of their day, right? And
1: and that stuff right there, typically, social media, our phones, typically, cause us to withdraw from everyone, right? But if you can use that to actually draw everybody in, even if you know I'm not a super fan of Snapchat, just because I don't is you know it's a young kids thing, but Snapchat has the best filters. Yes. And so sometimes just get your family and, and do the filters and do voices. That stuff has brought some very hard laughs in our family.
0: Yeah.
1: Unexpected fun. Great. And another schedule is just schedule to uh, check out my comedy special.
0: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And like I said, I'll link it in the show yeah. notes so that listeners can do that. Fine. That's good well jason at the end of every episode i like to ask some other fun questions so here we go what what are you reading watching or listening to these days
1: what i what i'll i'll go reading first uh i'm reading two books uh this the celebration of of discipline by Jared Foster. okay, and then Rocket Fuel. Oh my goodness, these two books. When I tell you, they are helping Jason Aaron Earls <laughs> become better at what he does. Uh, just and I man, the, celebra- not, well, the celebration not what celebration discipline is just so so good. I even went and bought. Eight copies. Oh wow! It was seven copies, one for each one of my children and my wife. Even the even the nine year old and eleven year old is above their level. I bought them a book, and just said, "Y'all, we are gonna read through this. We are gonna take it slow, a paragraph or a sentence at a time, with my children because it's so good." And then with uh, with with uh, rocket fuel, I walked in the house and told my wife we got we to gotta get this, we got to read this book. Now, typically, now I do buy two books at a time just so I can, somebody that I'm discipling or walking the life through or with my wife or one of my kids so we can read through it. Read That's through awesome. It uh, but I I told my wife, like, man, we really got to prioritize going through this book because chapter one, this dude read my mail so much. I was looking for my blood pressure. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's going to tell me my blood pressure in a minute. Ah, he, just, ah, he was reading my mail. So those those are okay. two, two books that I'm reading.
0: Awesome. Um, I haven't heard of those. That's why I ask those questions. So I can yeah. find new things. And and then something that I'm watching.
1: Mm-hmm. I've really been um uh, I've been watching a lot of Jason Rose Seven Jokes. I couldn't tell it. Right. True. I was
0: gonna say probably a lot of your own work <laughs> as you're preparing to the- Yeah,
1: <laughs> just edit <laughs> j- just editing that. And uh, again, I I I just what I'm seeing is that, that men, how men enjoy this, this, um, this special, women are enjoying it as well. But I think what it's doing with men is that women, every woman longs for her husband to be at a deeper place spiritually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I'm seeing with this is it, it discreetly addresses spiritual principles Why just being real. And I just, like, dudes are so appreciating. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think wives would really enjoy uh, and benefit from setting up a date night with their husbands to uh, to just watch this and say, hey, this is this dude did this comedy special called Seven Jokes I Couldn't Tell at Church. Husbands already like.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, I wonder, what's that about? <laughs> yeah.
1: And I do I just, you know, I talk, one of the things I got to tell you, sorry. For, go, for tell you, go, go for it. Go for it. Uh, I was reading the kid. I was reading my Bible to my kids and I I was reading through Genesis and I couldn't find my regular Bible. And I come from one of those old school traditional churches. So I found, I only could find that Bible. It was my King James James. (laughs) Bible. And I didn't realize, Andrew, I didn't realize that what chapter I was on. So I I just started reading to the kids and said, Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass. And my kids (laughs) like, Dad, you can't say that. And I'm like, I'm just reading the Bible. Which then, I I did a study on how many times that word is in the Bible. As how many? in the Bible, eighty six times in seventy six verses. Wow. <laughs> so so I do this. One of my jokes is talking about some of those eighty six times, and that that I don't want to give it away. <laughs> but that's worth worth the price of admission right there. Awesome. And that's in the first seven minutes of it. And okay. we just, from there we go.
0: <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fun. Next question. What is a favorite product or service that makes your life easier?
1: A pro- product or service? I, ooh. I want to I want to give a paid one. That's okay. But they, no, but I but I want to set your podcast up. They're not they're not giving you any product. Okay, I'll I'll tell you. So it's it's an app called Dark Sky. D-A-R-K okay. Sky. S-K-Y. What what is it? It's, this a, it's a weather app. Oh. And let me just tell you. This has helped my wife and I. We got six kids. One weekend, a few weeks ago, we had seven sock seven baseball games in 2 days.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: It's right, ridiculous. <laughs> what Dark Dark Sky is the most weather accurate app that I've ever seen. Hmm. Now, it's it 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 costs three, 3 3.99. Okay. But let me tell you the, the Dallas weather forecast was saying it was a 97% chance of rain. Okay. Dark sky was 14%.
0: Oh, wow. That is a huge difference.
1: Do you think it rained or, di- or it didn't rain?
0: No, it didn't rain.
1: It did not rain. <laughs> so now we're I'm looking at dark sky trying to see if like, okay, the, the weather's calling for rain. We want to do this, but we got baseball games let me look at dark sky and i'll see what time it's gonna rain i'm like we're not going to the game (laughs) (laughs) without fail in the last two weeks spot on
0: wow that's actually really handy because when you go to kids sports games you have to schlep all of the stuff so if you know that you don't need your umbrella and your canopy and your raincoat then that makes life Quite I'm telling
1: <laughs> Quite you, easier. I'm telling you, moms. Listen, I'm not getting a dime <laughs> for this endorsement, and hopefully, you can go back and say, "Hey, I'm endorsing this." Y'all need to start. Y'all need to start paying me. But I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you, it's. I have found, I found great comfort in this. Uh, you know. Jesus is my comfort. Let me say that. But, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the app is helpful.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's helped me playing a lot through uh, through Dark Sky.
0: Nice. Never heard of it. I, I will link it in the show notes. Next question. Yeah. What is your best soul or self-care tip?
1: I kind of just gave Yeah, you did. So, uh, so, oh, that's so good right now. I, I, I would say this. I want to say two things or three rest, rest in water. <clears> Good, yep. Which is, you know, I don't know Basic. if you can see my face has gotten better, but I would say this man, perform for an audience of one and really evaluate it. Like when, when you want to please somebody. Uh, and want to do what what brings them happiness and pleasure and make them don't you don't want to disappoint them man evaluate if that's really the thing that you should be doing uh can I be even more transparent I talked to my wife about this already yeah. but so I had to I had to go on a, leave for a trip and it bothers me when I got to leave my wife mm. with six kids out of town and I always want to make sure that she's well so the other morning, I wanted to stop by and get her breakfast. I took my son to school, and my plan was to stop by a sandwich shop, get her a breakfast sandwich, and then come home. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, I had to rush out to take him, had to get back home, and I forgot to get the breakfast sandwich. So, you know, she told me, that's all right, don't worry about it. We hugged each other. She prayed with me as I left. And I'm feeling so bad that now she's got to go and make herself this breakfast, and my wife loves breakfast. She's a, She grew up on the farm, country girl. <laughs> and when I tell you, I felt my feelings were like, man, just stop by and get her that sandwich. And I am like, Jason, look at the time. You don't have time to get her that sandwich. And I'm feeling bad, like, man, cause I wanted to make her happy mm. in this sense. And y'all, I went down, I, I made my U-turn, was driving towards the airport like dude just stop you are feeling like your emotions like you're really feeling like you need to stop by and get her the sandwich I said Jason, you don't have time do you know I got to the airport still feeling bad again didn't buy the sandwich and the airports are now busy now that things are back open
0: right
1: I made it to the gate two minutes past the cutoff time
0: oh wow and they
1: still let me in had I gone and got that sandwich and appeased my emotions to make sure that I was making my wife, you know, she wasn't asking for the sandwich, but just right. trying to, whatever was going on psychologically in my mind to want to give her that sandwich, I would have missed my flight and probably missed my event
0: Right.
1: and my family would have suffered. So the self-care is sometimes sacrificing my own feelings and feeling like I need to please people. To do something and, um, and that's part of what I'm, I'm learning and even that's that's why this this comedy special is important to me because it's doing just that
0: that's a word for somebody i know that i've struggled over the years with with that people with people pleasing and yeah. and and very often just like you're saying it's not even that they expect it or they want it it's like this thing that I've put on myself and then when I fall short I carry that with me and try to think of like okay how can I control and how can I you know do damage control and think of all of these things but you're right like very often God doesn't call us to that he calls us to to please him and like you said had you gone back to to get the sandwich it would have like dominoed in all of these ways that wasn't what he intended for you that day you know yeah yeah So that's good it, it, it's hard to i think acknowledge that really it, i think people pleasing can be very addictive of like you know we we please someone and they love it so then we want to keep doing it and that kind of thing but just realizing uh, yeah. that we like we talked about earlier we're imperfect so we're going to let people down sometimes yeah. and it's not our job to be pleasing people all the time
1: yeah yeah and yeah. hey, so you look at look how look how jesus uh, dealt with it when Mary, when that stuff came up with Mary. Mary asked when he, when he, when they left him at the temple. She was like, "Why have you done this to us? We've been anxiously looking for you." So they were mm-hmm. anxious, and she was like, "Why did you do us this way?" He was like, "You know about my father's business, right?" And but then she turned around. The mom turned around and helped Jesus. He was like, "I ain't turned that water in a while," which why you <laughs> right. And she was like, whatever you say, hey, whatever you say you do, I'm out. I ain't even listening to that booze.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, I, it is helpful to know like that Jesus, yeah, that he did disappoint people because his job didn't. It wasn't to come and please people. So yeah. you better talk about it, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, you, we talked about this a little bit already, but if you want to add anything to, what is God teaching you in this season right now?
1: Did we cover up? You know <laughs> I, I would say, you no, know, I, I, so many things I could say. Yeah, but it's, I would say that that would be it. Just I, let, let me say it another way, though. Here's what God is teaching me. Sometimes when I go with my deepest desires that I may think is positive, it's actually holding me back. From the greater thing. Oh,
0: that's good. That's good.
1: Yeah. So it's so even let's take as, as a parent. Man, my kids are my two, two of my kids, we have two graduated from high school. They're going to um, they're going to Impact 360 in Georgia, uh, Impact 360 Institute. And it's, their goal is to create, it's a gap year program to help. Their goal is to cultivate leaders who follow Jesus. It's a leadership apologetic program. And as if they become seniors, part of me wants to hold on and even set some rules. As graduation two weeks ago. after I you graduate, your family's gonna be in town, here's what you I do. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a great thing to do, but is that the greatest thing to make that call with your own children? To mm-hmm. lock them down in this area, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I like control. I like controlling me. I like controlling people's perceptions mm-hmm. of me. I like uh, if I think that you may perceive me this way, I'm not going to do this certain thing just so I can be safe. I want my family to be safe. And God's like, dude, you, if you relinquish that, relinquish that, I'll do greater things in you and your children if you just trust me.
0: Oh, so good. Such a good place for us to, to end this amazing conversation. Thank you. That was awesome. Lastly, where can people connect with you and find you online?
1: Oh, I would say JasonEarls.com. And now listen, you got to spell it the correct way. Cause there's a dude who was on Hannah Montana and he is killing me in the Google ratings. (laughs) So my last to. name is Earls eARLs so jason earls.com uh, and you can see all things there and everything else is at Jason Earls on Facebook is Jason Earls comedy or comedian and uh yeah that's where you can find me and uh even if you go to Eventbrite, you can google comedian Jason Earls or Jason Earls seven jokes I couldn't tell it church or just awesome.
0: Awesome. Like I said, I will link all of that in the show notes so that you guys can go find Jason and watch his amazing comedy. I'm excited to watch your special. I'm excited for all that God is teaching you and for how he's going to use this in the lives of people that watch. So thank you for spending time with us today.
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me. And again, I'm honored that I'm the dude that's been invited into the the lady space. Yes. Talk- Hey, yes. and ladies, hey, if y'all got some advice for me, uh, you heard me say something. I'm all open. Hey, <laughs> if you got a rebuke, rebu- I'm, I'm, oh, I welcome all that stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, thanks for Appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Would you do me a favor and help me get the word out about the Perfectionist Guide to Mothering? I'd be so appreciative if as you listen, you take a screenshot, post it to social media and tag me. You can also rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening so that other moms can find it. Looking forward to being with you next time.